0: This episode has been brought to you in part by Canderell and Kingset Capital. Coming soon, affordable luxury condominium living at 908 St. Clair West. Nestled into a vibrant, one-of-a-kind neighborhood, 908 St. Clair West is a modern treasure, offering a sophisticated lifestyle inspired by St. Clair Village and prestigious Forest Hill. Register today at 908stclairwest.com.
1: Principles of equity, diversity, and inclusion are fundamental to the institutional identity and academic mission of the University of Toronto. As an integral part of that commitment, we are profoundly opposed to anti-Semitism, which remains an unwelcome source That's the source
0: of- sound of a video released by the University of Toronto just a few days ago. And you can hear the president, Merrick Gertler, formally accepting a report submitted by a working group of professors about anti-Semitism at the school. The U of T called this video an entrustment ceremony, and they pledged to act on all eight recommendations, which include providing kosher food on campus, but the school won't adopt the IRA definition of anti-Semitism and won't step in if anti-Israel events are held. The timing for the entrustment ceremony couldn't have been more ironic because just two days later, the U of T's student council at its main downtown campus voted to adopt a boycott, divestment and sanctions policy against Israel. But the disconnect doesn't surprise Dr. Neil Orlovsky. His new study on anti-Semitism at Canadian universities and colleges has just come out. He's found about 100 cases last year, including at the U of T, but also a long list including Lethbridge and Carleton and UBC and the University of Manitoba
1: and more. A lot of parents have been emailing us and calling us saying, you know, McLean's magazine ideally comes out with uh, what is the best ranking of universities, but it seems that that narrative has changed in the last couple of years. Where, Where is my child going to be safe?
0: I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Tuesday, February the 22nd, 2022. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. <laughs> A new report on Jew hatred on Canadian campuses was done for the Abraham Global Peace Initiative, and it's the first such report since the organization launched last year and will serve as a benchmark going forward. The authors are Neil Orlovsky of York University and Dana Fitchman of Carleton U. Of the 100 incidents, many involved support for BDS and opposing Zionism or Israel. Some involved professors using social media to promote hatred, You can read the full report it's only 27 pages long and we put the link in our show notes coming up we'll hear more about which schools are the best and the worst for jews but first here's what's making news elsewhere in canada right now i'm david siegel in ottawa and this is what jewish canada sounds like have you heard about the israeli scientists who taught some goldfish how to drive no i'm not making this up it's a true thing researchers at ben Gurion university in beersheba put a fish tank on wheels And then they harnessed these large goldfish's natural navigating abilities in water to actually push the fish tank towards a pink target that they painted on the wall of the lab. So when the fish-operated vehicle hit the target, the fish got a reward of some food. You can see the video. The link is in our show notes. And if you want to hear from the professors who did this, they're giving a talk Wednesday for the Canadian Friends of Ben-Gurion University. And the link to register is also in our show notes. Mm And joining me now is Dr. Neil Orlovsky, the principal author of the new report. Can you tell us why you were uh, picked to do this study and the motivation behind it?
1: Well, the Abraham Global Peace Initiative has really sort of come to fruition because we're noticing not only a rise in anti-Semitism around Canada as well as the world, but we're noticing just a rise in overall hate and uh, intolerance on campus. And we know that a lot of the universities really become ground zero when it comes to ideological indoctrination and pursuing campaigns of BDS, Islamophobia, anti-Black racism, and so on. So we took it upon ourselves then to really try to identify what is hate and how it's manifesting within the academic sp- uh, spheres.
0: So unpack that for me a little bit. Why?
1: So why I think a lot of universities want to be more insular when it comes to handling their own um, issues and housekeeping. They're not interested in going beyond their, their university campuses, beyond their equity, diversity, inclusivity committees to identify or really to I, um to speak to some of the policies and procedures that may themselves be um, exclusionary. So when other organizations like us come in in hopes to better understand sometimes the motivation of these policies, we're getting a lot of thank you very much for your reply, we will be looking into this or our committee is handling that. It's the same response that when I was a student at York University, I was receiving back in the 90s and it sadly seems like almost the exact same carbon copy That we're getting today in 2022 so the 100
0: is not specifically january correct me if i'm wrong right january 1st 2021 until the end of the year it's a little bit wider than that so it's a little bit misleading i would say to say all you know it's your 22 2021 report but it's not really only that so can you just explain how we should look at these numbers
1: right so the there were actually according to reports coming out from across universities from east to west there were 100 notable. Now, we didn't focus on every single manifestation because if we only solely looked at every single mezuzah being ripped off, if we looked at every single situation when a kid was um, had their, the hijab or their kippa ripped off, we would be in the hundreds of hundreds. We also know that hate doesn't happen in a vacuum. So it doesn't simply happen that at 1201 January 1st, we start looking. We've noticed hashtag campaigns, for example, the Punch a Zionist campaign that took place in Ontario started earlier in in the night 2018 19 it was then given new new breath back in 2021 so we're looking also at the trends that take place over time in terms of the actual 100 we reference you're absolutely right
0: can you rank the worst university to go to that in canada uh, in terms of how it deals with anti-semitism and jewish
1: students what's the worst Now, this is gonna be personal opinion, um, but in my own personal experience, having experienced it myself, I'm gonna say that it would have to be York University. Uh, York University would be number one, followed by the University of Toronto, um, for two reasons. One, I'm the recipient, both as a student and as faculty at York University, of not just anti-Semitism, but what I would consider as anti-Jewish hate, as well as both implicit and explicit intimidation. I believe that they've emboldened the student unions with a lot more power than the university is willing to acknowledge, going so far as when I was a student, they had in the student center, there's a, a very famous poster of the Palestine sorry, I, I'm making an assumption that it's a Palestinian uh, simply depicted in, in the painting, holding a rock. That was there in the 90s when I was a student, we know that's made the news, but more recently as a faculty having been on a three year secondment. I've been told on numerous occasions by faculty and by staff to tuck my Magendavid into my shirt for my own safety. I've um, been witness to numerous campaigns on campus students and faculty. Making claims that anti Semitism is not anti Zionism, but then try to boycott specific Jewish events. I've also had a swastika posted on a post it note to my, my office door, and that's just in the last since the pandemic. When it comes to the University of, of Toronto, we see a lot of things in terms of the boycott, divest, and sanction. We're going to obviously have it in next year's report, but even the reports coming out of the Scarborough campus with their BDS, which in uh, last year looked at the trying to, to distinguish what is and what is not support of Israel. And I'm putting that in quotation, because how do we draw that line, which then it's loosely worded so that is kosher food being banned? And if so, does that become a human right issue when a university is no longer providing dietary restrictions for some students, but they are for others?
0: Okay, so bottom line, uh, York is the worst, U of T is pretty bad next. Where's the best place for Jewish students to go as far as your report?
1: You know, it, that, that's a tough question because for me, when when I have this conversation with my my own students, with parents, I say, you have to question number one academic life and what, what's more important? So are you going to be program focused? Because the truth is York and U of G have great programs. I just don't think that they're safe spaces for Jewish students. Um, so the question then becomes, you know, we know that Western, we know that Laurier have high Jewish populations and therefore they are quote unquote safer for Jewish students. We saw campaigns come out uh, on TikTok that were not really, um, university focus and the universities did come out and, and condemn them, although we do think they could go further. I think that other universities, like I said, uh, Western, Laureate, I would focus on McMaster. Uh, what about
0: outside Ontario? We yeah, not we're,
1: we're outside of Ontario. I think UBC is, is good. I think Royal Roads is great because some, you know, it's been hard to find as well on the East coast when it comes to Dow even though there were a couple of social media campaigns We have to question, are they student union-based? Are they ignorant student-based? Or are they professor-driven? I think outside of Ontario, you're pretty good. We did not find a lot of anti-Semitism when it comes to the prairies. We did find one-offs in terms of Lethbridge and Calgary and Edmonton and so on. But, you know, in terms of that, I would hearken that to feel safe. You may want to move outside of Toronto.
0: U of T says it's committed to race and discrimination elimination. It's committed to helping our Jewish students feel safe. They said so in the videos. What do you make of this disconnect?
1: So when they say that we're going to make claims that are are combating uh, anti-Semitism and not understanding the connection BDS has on the ground to not only the state of Israel, but the foundation of Israel. We see it when claims that Zionism is Nazism. We see it when people say that anti-Zionism isn't anti-Semitism without understanding that they are in fact, in this case, one and the same. How can you say that you're committed to dismantling anti-Semitism when we are targeting certain parts of the university that are created to protect Jewish students? And so I think that it is extremely contradictory. And I do believe that by accepting a report on the same day that the university student union votes to BDS, I think is nothing sheer of, of a virtue signal. And I think that the university is not taking the true steps to in fact, create safe spaces for their Jewish students.
0: There's also some hopeful things that your study found. What are
1: some of the good examples? Well, I would say, number one, the one of the positive examples is we're seeing the rise of the upstander, right? We're seeing people rallying behind the Jewish experience and saying that that's not okay. We're seeing in, for example, our study found in the north, we had one or two instances of a swastika being um, spray painted since 2017. That's a positive we're seeing at Royal Roads, where outside of campus, on on the, the forest surrounding the campus, We see a, meaning one swastika carved into a tree. I'm also very um, critical as to whether or not that was anti-Semitism or was it just ignorance? So what we're seeing is in large urban centers, we're seeing a rise of anti-Semitism, but in some of the more um, suburban areas, some outside of the, the country's core, we are actually seeing a decrease. Uh, Alberta Hate Crimes Committee has put been putting a lot of um, focus on how we dismantle hate, not only in the, uh, the police force, but in the community. And we are seeing a rise in people calling out hate. When somebody stands up and says Israel is committing genocide, people say, uh-uh, it's not genocide. When people come out and say that it's apartheid, people are questioning, well, what do you mean? And when we find that we're questioning people... They have a hard time moving beyond the talking points, having a hard time moving beyond the citations at the bottom of page, which indicates very few of the social justice warriors or what I would call the woke really aren't doing their reading, but rather simply repeating dog whistle claims that Israel is this and that
0: just recently you know jewish professors have come out saying they don't support their uh, ira definition of academic freedom uh, they they want to have the right to criticize canadian association of university teachers also came out it was 70,000 of them signed this uh, this petition saying that canada you know their universities should even though canada has passed the ira definition they they don't accept it how do you navigate as an academic because academic freedom is such a big deal on campus?
1: There's a fine line between academic freedom and hate speech. Ira does not say you can't be critical of the state policies of anything, right? You're allowed to be critical of the state of Israel's policies. You're allowed to be critical of of Canada's policies. It's when you begin to tread that line between Israel, the state, and Israel, the Jewish state, and questioning then some of the, the reasons and some of the policies that you're being critical, that's when uh, we we border anti-Semitism, or in fact, anti-Zionism. Is, uh, IRA says that you cannot be critical and single out the state of Israel and hold them to a double standard, which we're seeing on campus. I think what they're doing is they want to use the IRA definition to say, you're limiting my anti-Semitism. And our, our country, our province, our universities need to better, I, I would say, create a, an environment where they say, this is what I says. This is what you're allowed to do, as opposed to allowing ideological indoctrination and, and people wanting to create a space for hate.
0: And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to George Chages of North York, Ontario, of the TradeIceTime.com, which is an ice hockey rental business. If you want to get your news from a trusted source, rely on the CJN. For over 60 years, the CJN's been covering Canada, Israel, and the Jewish world. So, to do that, you've got to join the CJN Circle to support us and ensure we can continue to do fair, accurate Canadian Jewish journalism that you won't find anywhere else. Go to thecjn.ca/slash circle and use the word the CJN Daily as the promo code for a third off the annual price. It's $1.25 a week. It's a good investment.